You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Far over the misty mountains cold. So rich. Through dungeons deep and caverns old. Welcome to Nerd Overload. Yeah, welcome to Nerd Overload, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Thorne Oakenshield. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Cody, the sleepiest hobbit. Samwise, that's it's the easy one. It's the easy hey. one. Hey, thank you all for tuning in this week. We have a great show for you, a bunch of news. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Check it out. Very nice. Very nice. For a second there, I thought that was the uh, the little sweets Dr. Pepper glam rocker guy from the commercials. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Yeah, I'll have to add that one on there. Uh, <laughs> you know, I thought, I thought we were just goofing. I didn't realize we were actually going to use that as a cold open. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we did because I didn't have any ideas. I didn't have any either. <laughs> You're welcome, Ohio. <laughs> you mean Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> uh, all right, so check them out. I have a couple. I watched Willy's Wonderland. Oh, the I forgot new, it was out. Oh, the the new Nicolas Cage movie that we talked about a few weeks ago and how ridiculous it looked and how much fun it was going to be. And I regret to inform you, it is not worth your time. Oh, oh no. Oh. Hey, you know how the Asylum Pictures makes movies that are garbage? Oh, no, this was one of those. This movie wishes it was an asylum film. Oh no! Oh, this movie wow. wishes it were Transmorphers. Man, I feel like or Atlantic Rim. No, Atlantic, Atlantic Rim is Rim. so bad. It's worse than that. Nicholas Cage, he is a vacuum of charisma in this. Wow. He okay. So the character says nothing through the entire film. So he's mute. He's he's mute. I mean, I think they were trying to go for like the man with no name kind of drifter type character even even Clint Eastwood talked a little bit yeah but he yeah Nicolas Cage does not does not say a word he um has two modes either completely blank faced cleaning this the place or uh snarling and punching robots which sounds great so he's either janitor or murder man yeah he's either janitor or murder man there is no point where and it just like snaps back and forth between the two there's no like there's no ulterior motive there's no like secrets like oh he was a kid that his parents were the some of the first murders at this at this uh chucky e. cheese i should roll it back in in willie's wonderland nicholas cage's character who's named the janitor it's just nicholas cage <laughs> with the finest hair plugs known to man <laughs> so- casted the janitor from scrubs yeah right i wish i wish (laughs) he he breaks down in front of this abandoned this old decrepit chuck e cheese style style place called willie's wonderland the owner says okay hey if you clean it overnight we'll pay for your repairs so you can go home turns out the the robots are demonically possessed and this town has been sacrifice and the town has been sacrificing drifters to, to it for to years to appease it to appease it for years it's not a bad premise it's not but, a bad premise yeah. but it's it lazy lazy like the uh the main room is maybe no larger than this office and it consists of a couple of tables that can seat maybe 12 people max and a ball pit that is just a couple of tables butted up against each other with a bunch of balls thrown in there wow, that's and awful. then the stage and that's it. That's not even how like a Chuck E. Cheese is. Yeah. And then there's a game room, but they don't really spend any time in there because they couldn't afford to break any of the arcade machines <laughs> that they had rented to fill out this one scene so nothing happens in it. Oh, this is a shame. It's, it's a, just a shame. It's Yeah. It's, Nicolas Cage is just sleeping through this role. Well, he seems drunk. Maybe he, he is. He seems drunk through most of it. Maybe he had to be. Yeah. yeah, and like it's this. This was his paycheck movie. And I mean, there's a whole there's a whole secondary plot with uh, there's a girl from the town whose parents were sacrificed to the Monster. robotic monsters. To Freddy Fazbear. Pr- pretty much, yeah. 
uh, years ago and she wants to try to, you know, end avenge it or whatever, avenge it. But she gets, she shows up and Nicolas Cage has already punched in half of them and just is completely stone faced. Like not, not surprised that the, that the robots are coming to life, not scared that they are demonic, not showing that he know that he has some prior knowledge of these these monsters these monsters he's not even no. having a good time that no i would want him to be having a good time i think okay in a movie like this and where you're going through and there's like five or six of them I, I forget i think there's five of them and you're going through and it's like a it's almost like a video game where you get to the final boss you he he faces off against willie the weasel the main the chuck e cheese the the mascot sh- the, the main. showbiz pizza bear of whatever and you would think that there's going to be some kind of crazy special effects or some kind, something, something like different. All the robots are gonna like meld together into a big one. Like. Right? Yeah, something interesting because this is the final boss. This is the end. This is the the climax. La- the climax of the film. No, he just has a wrench and he hits it in the head a whole bunch while screaming, and then he goes. Then he puts his sunglasses back on and drives away. That sucks. Yeah, huh. I was incredibly let down by this film. At least the Doom Slayer has some personality. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you know what? This movie, it needed someone with personality. It needed someone who, with the quippy one-liners and like the near- Nicolas Br- Cage can do that. Well, here's the thing. If Nicolas Cage were doing a Bruce Campbell impression, or better yet, if they were had if they had gotten a Bruce Campbell as guy who showed up, that to, this to, stuff is happening to, to murder monsters. That would have been perfect because you would have had the the quips. You would have had the first like, ah, what is this? <laughs> and like a little bit of, of emotion instead of just. Yeah, it sounds boring. It was. It was boring. And the visuals weren't even great because 90% of their budget was obviously spent on getting Nicolas Cage <laughs> yeah. to show up and sober up enough to. <laughs> Do this movie. To walk through this movie. That he apparently doesn't even have any confidence in or or he would have been trying. Yeah. Because he does. He does you okay. You can tell when he likes the movie. He tr- he, he'll try. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so know. Like, it just... like mom and dad. He obviously was into that movie. Yeah. Well, uh, Mandy. Mandy. Yeah. Uh, the Was it the uh, the smell of color or what, what, what is that one called? Oh, the... Color of Fear or Color of oh, It's the H.P. Lovecraft one. Yeah. It's really oh, good. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space. That's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> the Smell of Color. The Smell of Color. I like it. No, the or, Color Out of Space was really good. Yeah, it was, or, uh, it was really good. Uh, the, the remake of uh, The Wicker Man. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely trying <laughs> Oh, something. he was swinging for the, ben- for yeah. the fences with that one. <laughs> ah, not the beast. <laughs> Sticking my flesh. Uh, that scene where he's in a bear costume and he punches that lady. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely participating. That's he was. Sure. He was barely participating in this one. <laughs> that makes me really depressed. And okay, so there's a scene, and this is nitpicking, but there's a scene where he's cleaning up the kitchen, and they have a Willy's Wonderland p- pinball machine in there, like a branded pinball machine based on these fictional characters from the movie just in the kitchen and he spends a lot of time like five minutes playing this pinball machine and showing how cool he is while playing this pinball machine and the only thing i could think of is the producers or directors or someone knew someone who could fabricate a fake pinball machine got it and decided this is too nice we can't put it in (laughs) the game room that we're not going to shoot in but we have to use this well, maybe it's just in the kitchen. That makes is there going to be like sense. is there going to be a fight scene around it? Well, no, because we don't want to break it. It's really nice. It's a really nice it's pinball really cool. machine. It really ties the I'm, kitchen together. I'm gonna yeah. put this in my office after we're done shooting. <laughs> this uh, this entire movie might be an excuse to get this pinball a custom machine. pinball machine. I just based uh, on my Five Nights at Freddy's OCs. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, <laughs> and it's. It's sad, and it reminds me a lot of the uh, that uh, um, Sci-Fi Channel Banana Splits movie they did a few years ago, where oh, it was also kind of mess. Yeah, yeah, where it was that. also kind of. The, I've heard that's not the the worst. It's not. It's. I didn't like it, but it's not bad. It's, Wait, it, didn't they didn't they just do or they're doing a horror movie with like an old like legitimate like cartoon characters or something? From like the seventies. That was what that was banana splits. That was the banana, was that splits. banana splits. Yeah, yeah. 
The original banana splits were Sid and Marty Croft characters yeah. that were not, in like not costumes. Goffs, I yeah. think. No, they created oh, them, they, but, okay. but, uh, but they were created before Puff the Magic Dragon and... No. Oh, not... H.R. Puff and stuff? H.R. Puff and stuff, sorry, yeah. yeah. I, I thought of the song, not the... And Land of the Lost. Uh, yeah, and Lidsville. Uh, Sigmund the Sea Monster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Electra Woman and Dinah Cow. Well, the, yeah, but okay, we're, we're going, we're going <laughs> down a I, hole here, yeah. Now I'm just listing Sid and Marty Croft right. shows that I can think of. But from what I understand, that Banana Splits movie, it parts of that were taken from a failed, a rejected script for Five Nights at Freddy the movie. Because in that movie, um, the banana splits are robots that go berserk. And it's kind of a similar kind of thing. This one just was. I'm sorry that no I'm fun. sorry that was a bad movie because I was excited about yeah. it. What happened to the Five Nights at Freddy's movie? I feel still like being worked on. They've been working on that forever. Apparently, filming this year. Supp- it's okay. Yeah, I think it I, could be a good movie. I feel like anything it that, could. I feel like anything that's in that's been in development hell for that long, it's not going to happen. Well, COVID didn't help. Yeah, that's very very true. Well, okay, and the other thing that I checked out this week, um, I downloaded that Capcom arcade thing oh, on the yeah. Switch. I thought, and thought it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I played a little bit of Ghosts and Goblins. The rewind, the rewind feature is uh, really powerful. It's not just a save state. It is a full-blown rewind. Yeah. And huh. you can rewind it all the way back to the beginning of your session if you want. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Is it the same... Ghosts and Goblins that's on the Switch uh, on the no on no the Nintendo no this is the um, that's Super Ghouls and Ghosts oh yeah okay. no these are um, uh, ROM ports basically oh, okay um, so yeah this one was a free one if you downloaded it before the before the twenty fifth or something like that yeah. and you also got ah oh, nineteen forty two. Forty four uh, or, or something the, the shmup plane, the, yeah the, 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 the plane shmup the, yeah the, the, yeah the bullet hell plane the game. one that no, that Every arcade has, but no one wants to play. <laughs> I um, don't like bullet hell games. I don't I either. Don't, don't either. Um, I don't but... have the patience to learn how to play them. Right? <laughs> yeah, uh, there was. Uh, you can buy a couple of like game packs with it. Um, I think if you buy two, you get the third free, something mm. like that. I found the lack of Street Fighter games to be odd. They're There's in there. Like a couple. There's uh, regular hyper fighting and new challengers. But it doesn't have like alpha. It doesn't have like the original Street Fighter. I think they're going to eventually be put on there. They'll probably go go back and put... Because, I mean, it would be great if they put Third Strike on there. It'd be great if they put, yeah, like you said, the alpha series or what have you. That would be awesome. And for all I know, they might. But yeah, it's just okay. It's just okay. It's a, pa- a serviceable package of ROMs. Yep. That's reasonably priced, I think. If you don't want to build your own MAME cabinet, this is a okay substitution. <laughs> it's less work. It's less work, yeah. <laughs> less work and much less money. <laughs> I think getting to pick and choose what games you want is a pretty customer-friendly approach. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of stinks that they're bundled and you can't just say, well, I just want 1944. See, that's kind of what I thought they were going to do initially. They're going to go like, okay, buck ninety nine a piece or whatever. That still seems a little high, but it's Capcom. That's probably what they would do. Yeah. yeah. Or even if you could just like put five bucks in it and get quarters <laughs> and then go through the arcade and, you know, plunk a quarter, plunk a quarter in. in. Yeah. Oh, sure. That would be cool. Just get the experience. Yeah, you know, right. What it's like, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's uh, that's all I've uh, really done this week. Um, what do you guys have? Mine kind of blew up on me this week. I decided I was going to check out uh, the Dinosaur Planet game that leaked. Oh Is yeah, that, I sent you that. I sent was, you that thing. Yeah, yeah. One of Rare's Nintendo sixty four games, uh, Dinosaur Planet, that was later worked into the GameCube game Star, Star Fox, Fox Adventures. Adventure. Yeah. Uh, leaked onto the internet in a mostly playable form. Like a, they, you can almost play it all the way through. I think its playability is uh, kind of being over. Oh, really? Uh, I can't think of the word. Over. Overhyped. Overhyped. Because, yeah. yeah, it doesn't look great. I didn't feel comfortable playing it in that state that it was in. It's going to take some. 
I'm sure they'll have a patch for it and hack it up so it works better. Mm. But right now, there's like a lot of things with like missing textures. Oh, really? Like sometimes the crystal would just have completely white parts on her for some reason. I've heard that the uh, uh, N64 emulators are having trouble with it. Yeah. And that is a large portion of it. Yeah, they said it works fine if you have a flash card for Nintendo 64, but I don't have one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I played it for like five or ten minutes before I was just like, I'm going to wait until they get this working better. Yeah. But what I saw was pretty impressive. There's like a lot of voice acting, which is really impressive for Nintendo 64 when they had like, I don't know, like eight megabytes of, <laughs> of RAM. Right, right. Uh, now, this was after the point where they uh, decided to add Fox into it, correct? Yeah, he's apparently in there. I don't know. He's not at the beginning. Okay. But he shows up, I guess, in this version of the game. So it was like right before they decided to move to GameCube, I guess. Interesting. Interesting. And make Fox the main character. Yeah. Which, of course, is the beginning of the GameCube one. He plays Crystal, too. So, mm. But there's a whole other character in there, a boy Fox that's not Fox McCloud that you play as, too, I think. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It just, I just didn't, it, I wasn't doing it justice if I kept playing it in that form. Like, I'm sure I could have and it would have been all right. But I'm like, I don't, I don't want to play it in this way. It's not. It's not right. Yeah. It's not what they intended. Although they really never intended us to, release, to play it at all. To release True. this game. But I, I just, I want to be still. able to see all the textures. <laughs> sure. No, understandable. That's very understandable. And the other other game I tried was there's a new demo for uh, System Shock remake that mm. was a Kickstarter from years ago that was kind of troubled in the beginning because they they started making a bunch of money and then they started stretch going it way out of control. A game having trouble on Kickstarter. Yeah, I have never heard of such a thing. But then and then they they were afraid they were gonna have to shut the whole thing down. But then they decided no, we're just gonna scale back and like remake the game like we said we were gonna do initially okay yeah and uh it's pretty good but i i got frustrated because i just kept dying mm. which it's it's kind of the original is kind of tough too but i just wasn't in the mood for it <laughs> <laughs> i mean it looks great though graphically it's really impressive and it feels even more immersive than the original game which was already really immersive immersive for its time mm. like the original system shock is an immersive sim where you wake up on a space station that's been taken over by an AI and you have to stop the AI. And this is the same. It's a remake of that. A lot of the, everything looks almost the same except just better now. Just better. <laughs> yeah. Like every flat texture on a wall is now a Actually 3d textured. model thing. Like oh, cool. Very cool. It's, it's really cool to see it like that. And mm -hmm. they've added a lot of character animations like for that first person. It's a first person game. Mm -hmm. So you get a lot of hand stuff going on that is not in the original because that's way too complicated <laughs> for the original. Mm -hmm. The original is like from around the Doom times. Oh wow, okay. So so it looks more like it would look, it looked more like a Doom or a Wolfenstein. Yeah. Except it was it was even it was really complex for then even, but now it's so much more immersive. You see the hands and like when you get upgrades, the the player attaches them to like their cyber gloves or whatever. So it kind of does like a like a BioShock kind of thing. Yes, which this game is the spiritual predecessor predecessor to BioShock. Mm. So it's it's good to see it get this this update that it deserves because the original is a fantastic game. Um I hope I I sit down with it in a better mood and like <laughs> get further into sure. the demo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I sat down. And I'm like, these are my two check it outs. I'm going to check them out, and then both of them were just kind of like, oh, this is not great. <laughs> this is well, not you ideal. You know what? Some, sometimes you have good ones, and sometimes, yeah. sometimes you don't. And it's like both games seem like they're probably great. I just just bounced off both of them real hard. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I bounced off. Dinosaur Planet. It's just—it's not ready. Yeah, it's not ready. <laughs> Putting it back in the oven for a few more yeah, minutes. Let the hackers uh, get at it, because I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Yeah, Josh, I found uh, I found on YouTube the uh, the Monkey Kid series <laughs> for that Lego line. Oh yeah, yeah that 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 uh, Asian and they did a series of it. Yeah, they did an animated series for it. Oh, cool. So. Uh, for people who don't remember, because I, I think we might have brought it up before, 
Maybe we've talked or, about it. Either that, or, or that or maybe we just talked about it amongst ourselves. I don't remember. But uh, uh, if for li- long listeners of the show rem- might remember that I do love the journey to the West and stories of the Monkey King. Uh, Except for Monkey Magic. Ooh, that's Monkey so Magic. bad. Yeah, that's the one. So bad. Um, but anyway, do not do not pull that song up, please. I hate that song. Um, <laughs> something something mountain top. <laughs> so anyway, um, but no, they did a. I found it like a trailer for it, and I was like, oh, I wonder. But they actually did a series for this Lego line. Uh, the Monkey Kid, which was a line that Lego decided they wanted to do to broaden their market in China. Yeah, they want that China money. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. does. Yeah, everyone wants that China money. And it's actually not bad. Cool. Um, It's not very long. It's not. A, it's like the first episode's like 40 minutes, but, all, but most of the ones after that are only like 12 to 17 minutes. That's still pretty long for, it's like a web show, right? It seems to be that way, yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's a lot of time for yeah. a, a corporately produced web series. Yeah, um, but every character has very distinct personalities. Uh, there's actually a lot of references to the Journey to the West, hmm. either in the background or maybe reimagined in other characters. So basically the story is, years and years and years ago, the Monkey King, Sung Wukong, the, the actual Monkey King, sealed away uh the big the big bull demon you know the the king of demons or whatever you know from the story from the journey of the west stories that's what bowser is based on is he i'm not surprised originally like old old bowser yeah i'm not surprised i always thought old bowser was a was more like a evil kappa yeah since the name is koopa yeah but the design like the drawing that miyamoto does on the original the original box of the famicom box for mario brothers the look of Bowser on that is based on on the on the bull demon. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. From a specific anime interpretation of Journey to the West. Yeah. Okay. Um. But uh. Basically, and then this city spring this city springs up around this mountain where this battle happened or whatever, and it's got like this like uh kind of techno Hong Kong kind of style to it. Uh, kind of like a is it like a Samurai Jack kind of. Sorta, or like a Ninjago. Okay, yeah, Ninjago makes sense because that is also yeah. Lego Cyber. They're yeah. Cyber, Cyber Ninja Lego. They're yeah. treading similar ground here. Yeah, uh, except Monkey Kid is actually like drawn. It's not CGI. It's actually animated. oh, huh, and it's Lego. Yeah, it's drawn Legos. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, people's like legs bend and you know stuff like that. But, Interesting. But they still guess... have, but they still have Lego s features. Like everyone's got amorphous, no fingers, the claw I hands. It, is it, it's like the Unikitty show. Yeah, kind of, but I think it's a little cleaner, actually, in my opinion, than Unikitty. People have square feet, you know, stuff like that. Uh, some people have the Lego yellow skin. Mm. You'll see characters like a uh, uh, Pigsy is the is the Monkey Kid's boss. He runs a noodle shop. Like I said, there's a lot of references. It's like like I said, it's not a bad show. It's it's actually. It's actually pretty enjoyable, I thought. Have you watched any of that Hell of a Boss? Yes, I have watched. No, I haven't. Okay, so uh, Hell, of, Hell of a Boss is a spinoff of Has Been Hotel. And Has Been Hotel was a, a pilot that, uh, her name is Vivian. Vivzy Pop. Vizzy Pop is her YouTube name or whatever. Yeah. We're in her, and it's, um, her, uh, it's set in her world of this is what hell is like. It's very adult cartoon. Man, I want to like it so bad because it is gorgeous. The character designs are so good. And, and the voice an- acting is really good. Yeah, and the animation is excellent, but it's just not funny. Sometimes it is. I just don't think it's funny. I, it, I haven't sat there and cracked up or anything. Yeah, like that, I, but... I don't think I, I've, I don't think it's even gotten a chuckle out of me. Just It's just, it's so concerned with how edgy it can be. And, oh, it thinks that a joke is is saying a dirty word or somebody being mean to somebody else is a joke. Oh. That it forgets to like actually write jokes. <laughs> yeah, there there's a lot of controversy with uh with with her. Like I've heard a lot of stuff where people talk about how 
her port her at her professional portfolio is a lot of like traced work and not an actual work of her own. Huh, I and, didn't know that. Yeah, I went there was a big there was a big art drama. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Yeah, like like Has Been Hotel is a lot of fun and it's got some good musical numbers and it actually built kind of builds out this world that she's trying to build. But they keep producing these episodes of the spin-off show that has uh Richard um Yeah, they actually got Richard Horvitz. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Alpha Five? Yeah. Or Invader Zim, yeah. But he basically does his Zim voice all the time. Huh. In this. Yeah. It's kind of funny because uh when she first put out Hasbun Hotel, they did a they did a live stream like Q and A thing, and she talks about how she grew up watching Invader Zim and that's what has inspired her to her art style yeah, and everything and you can she does. See that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then she actually got him to voice a character in one of her shows as a regular character. Hmm. I just wish the writing was better because everything else is so good and it just kills me that I can't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, and also the fandom's kind of getting worked up in a big old... Oh, yeah, it's one of those things you can't criticize Oh, it's either. one of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Steven Universe Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't say anything negative about Steven Universe because... There's a large portion of the internet that will yell at you until, well, they'll just yell at you forever. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. When we come back, we'll get into some news. Like the legend of the phoenix. With beginnings, what keeps the planet spinning? Ah, uh, the force from the beginning.
Hey, we're back. That was Get Lucky by Daft Punk featuring Pharrell Williams. And his big, big hat he wore and one time. his giant hat. <laughs> his Arby's hat he wore one time. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's his uh, be happy hat. It's, a, it's his lucky hat. He got <laughs> he gets lucky it went while wearing that big old big hat. Yeah, we play that song because, unfortunately, Daft Punk announced that they are no longer French robots or friends. Yeah, they anymore. They're they've become incompatible. Yep, one is Mac, one is PC. Man, I remember those commercials. <laughs> those were great commercials. It sucks though, because they're great. Yeah. They were a great group, and they're almost all of their music is amazing. And there's some good movies they did also. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were easily the best part of Tron Legacy. I was yeah. just getting ready to say that. And no, their no. anime and their animated film, uh, Interstellar fifty five fifty five, is super good as well. I would like to say that Olivia Wilde is the best part of Tron Legacy, but co-best, co- co- <laughs> okay, co-best, yeah, okay. yeah you, that's very true. Olivia Wilde was pretty great. Big fan of Cora in yeah. Tron Legacy. <laughs> yeah, even if she were. Both the damsel and the MacGuffin. And also a computer program that can exist outside of a computer somehow. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. They codely okoed it. (laughs) Except I want to think about it because it's It's, Tron. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Daft Punk, let's hope that you continue to be French robots somewhere, somewhere down the line in the future. Just not right now. It's kind of wild how, like, I don't think we've, like, literally, like, all the years they've existed, I don't think anyone's actually seen their faces. They've done a few inter- interviews. Have they? Yeah. Have they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I they've thought, done a few interviews yeah. without without the, the ma- without the helmets. When they first first came on the scene, no, they were very much into the, the kayfabe of, like, no, we are, we are French robots that make music. That is us. We are robots. Um, but no, they've done some interviews without the helmets on. I hmm. wonder if they'll they'll do separate. They'll go separate ways. I'm sure or... they'll start producing. They'll probably start producing in ten years down the road. They'll do like a, a get together tour or something like that. The, Comeback tour. The stronger, faster tour. Yeah, so, <laughs> the even stronger, much faster. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and get into some news. Jackpot. I almost thought it was gonna take it to the fridge. I, I've been using take it to the fridge a lot lately, and so very nice. <laughs> Jackpot. Anyway, anyway, hey, uh, do we want to talk about game news or non-game news first? Because that's all we got. Because that's all we have. <laughs> well, I mean, what else is games and movies? Is pretty much what we talk well, about. We here. talk about. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, I guess I could tell you about comic books. DC's not doing great. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, okay, let's get the one that's not games, not Paramount out of the way. Uh, Spider-Man revealed the title of their third movie. Or I guess Marvel revealed the, yeah. the title of their third. Uh, Tom Holland after, revealed it. You know what? After three fake outs. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, but the spy- it's Spider-Man No Way Home. Which is in line with all the other titles they had. Mm-hmm. And this is this is after Tom Holland and two of his co-stars independently announced two wrong titles yes. of the movie. It was like Spider-Man Home Slice and another... They all had home in them because that's, that's the thing. That's the thing, yeah. And it was pretty funny. It, it was, was pretty funny, and also it was pretty funny seeing news art news outlets reporting go, on go nuts about it <laughs> what does this mean the new one is called home slice <laughs> can you believe it there's three titles is there three multiverses is it three movies three spider-mans <laughs> yeah but no no way home that's a really good um that's a really good name and, and, and it's it could really really go a lot of different ways because especially with the way they ended the last film yeah if he he's not able to go back to his normal life in, I mean, he's been outed as Spider-Man. The people, world thinks he's a murderer. Yeah, you know all that stuff. It's it's, it's yeah. It's actually it's really clever. <laughs> yeah. Also, it could go with the multiverse uh, aspect Ooh, where true. he might be trapped. Yeah. And this might be the way that they get 
Spider-Man out of the MCU mm. because this is the last movie that Marvel Studios and Sony are working oh, together on. Currently. So it could be that there is lo- physically no way for him to come home to the MCU, so they have to go to a multiverse with with Jared Leto's uh, Mordo or whatever it is. Oh, Morbius. Yeah, Mor- Yeah, Morbius. Morbius and and Tom Hardy as as Venom. <laughs> You know what? Have you seen that Venom movie? Yes, I liked it. I like it. I liked it. I liked how I uh, liked how stupid it was. Oh yeah, yeah. I also liked how it uh, wasn't a good movie. No, but I liked it. No, uh, how like in a lot of superhero movies, you always have like your you know your your male lead or whatever, like you know have some kind of like shirtless muscle moment or something. Tom Hardy looks like he's been like. Two steps from death the whole film. <laughs> like oh, he's yeah. drenched in sweat. He's dirty. He's got he a looks pot aw- belly. He looks awful. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he is they made him so unheroic looking. <laughs> Would you say he looks like a turd in the wind? In the wind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that weird part when like when Venom attached himself to his girlfriend. And they and Venom Lady starts smooching Tom Hardy and then the Venom like goes from one person to the other. Yeah. I mean, that was weird. I hated that part. It was something. But hey, (laughs) Woody Harrelson as a clown. Jenny Slate was in that movie. For like five minutes and then she died. She's great. Or or like... She died? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, some of the the banter between Venom and Eddie are pretty good. Oh, yeah. They're... It's uh, it's a buddy cop movie. With one actor. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. I think it's a good name. I think it works. Speaking of news outlets being nuts. Yeah. Every little detail on WandaVision has sparked just some of the worst think pieces I've ever seen. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) It's so annoying. Well, (laughs) it's very hot right now. And websites pay... so hot right now. (laughs) (laughs) And websites pay their writers by the clickbait. (laughs) It does feel like that nowadays. It's a lot it? of clickbait. It's very yeah. Like I've seen so many articles where like I see some s- sensationalized title and I'm like, "What?" And I'll click it and it's like this much of nothing and I'm like, "Oh, well, that was a waste." What does it mean that Catherine Hahn looked to the left in this scene for 2 seconds? Yeah, is is the Fantastic 4 over there probably? <laughs> <laughs> Every time anyone looks off screen, Galactus is just just slightly <laughs> off camera. Just a little bit. You can never see him, but he's just right there. I mean, you totally missed it, but in the one scene, the jeans guy from The Mandalorian made a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wanda's kid was wearing a red shirt, so this means that... It's the Red Hulk. It's the Red Hulk. The coming. Red Hulk's coming. Yeah. He got mad, and he was wearing red. I mean... There you go. Some of the costume choices in that show definitely do seem like they have a specific we're, t- we're talking more about pe- people taking n- non-issues mm. and writing stupid articles around yeah. them comicbook.com is the worst it is the I worst never, of i this. never go to comicbook.com it drives and me there's another website we got this.com not not a single thing they've ever written is true <laughs> it is all made up for clicks that's it that's you sure it's not a satire site no it's not satire they are actively putting out lies because because if it were satire they would be funny mm. it would be like the hard times or, or the hard onion. drive magazine where <laughs> with articles like man is too good to play fighting games with friends but not good enough to do well in competitions or my favorite i think is hard times was uh nintendo reminds everyone that they can in fact play breath of the wild again if they wanted to (laughs) (laughs) oh man those guys are so funny yeah anyway let's keep talking about stuff (laughs) let's uh let's let's go on to more non-game news before we do the game news Um, there's a whole bunch of paramount stuff right yeah, Paramount Plus, they announced that at the Super Bowl, and there was a big Viacom investors meeting, I guess, and they announced all the, the fun and exciting new shows coming to Paramount Plus. Well, which shows do you want to talk about, Cody? Well, they're, they're bringing Rugrats back, and uh, all the original voice actors are in it, and now it's CG, and they, there's a little clip, and it looks like Rugrats, but less wiggly. Yeah, they are... Definitely less wiggly. I was kind of hoping their 3D models would just vibrate constantly just <laughs> yeah. a little bit. 
You see, you see Dill in the background T posing. <laughs> you know, I actually didn't see Dill or Chucky Finster's adopted like half sister. Oh, that's true. Or it, so maybe they're rolling it back to original cast, original whatever. Let's hope so. Yeah, it, the more stuff they would add, the worse it got. I was never a huge Rugrats fan to begin with. But I I really like I loved the Rugrats when I was a kid until I mean, the movie, and then everything after the movie seemed. It just wasn't into it anymore. I mean, I, I I lived on Nickelodeon for a good chunk of my young life. Yeah. My sister really liked Rugrats. Uh, we pl- there were a lot of hours spent playing the Rugrats Nintendo 64 board game. It was like Mario oh, Party. Oh, no, that's it, awful. Yeah, Mario Party, but Rugrats. <laughs> I've seen Let's Plays of that. It looks like a nightmare. It was a real nightmare. It was, yeah. I mean... I mean, it was playable. It's not like it was like the worst thing. I realized I should have opened this news item by going, "Papa." <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I like it. I like it. Actually, there was like a handful of Nickelodeon-related news on there. Yeah, uh, uh, I didn't write this down, but I guess they're making more iCarly. That's something that some people care about. I, I think. Is it like with the same actors? I think, and they're like. They're like quite a bit older now. They're like pushing 30 at this point. They're like full on adults now. Oh, easily. Yeah. I I, I Carly all grown up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what it's going to have to be. They've gone from like the lowercase I to the uppercase I (laughs) and I Carly. Uh, now it's I, comma, Carly, like yes. I, robot. It, it's more professional. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she starts solving crimes and it's a it's a stealth reboot of Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> Murder, comma, I, Carly. She vlogged. Murder, she vlogged. Yes. <laughs> no, she has a, po- oh, a murder podcast that's now. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see what other uh, Nickelodeon. We're doing stuff. Uh, more amazing writing ideas. We're just giving away these great ideas on this show. <laughs> giving away gold. <laughs> Trademark stamp. I Carly reboot or not reboot future where she's a murder podcaster. Nope. Okay, so there's another show that is getting a reboot, and what is this? Let me uh, let me dig underneath this pile of. Scrambled eggs. Toss salad. This, and all this tossed salad. Oh, hey, look, it's a Frasier. <laughs> That's right. He's coming back. Uh, that and... hot property, Frasier. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Frasier Crane. I mean, I liked Frasier more than Cheers. I'm just going to say it. No, I like Cheers much more than Frasier. They've confirmed uh, Frasier. Kelsey Grammer is involved. That's all they said. Which, I mean, you can't have a Frasier without Frasier, so they got that right. No, I mean, they could. They could try. It could have been about his son. It could be a Connors situation. It could be a a Niles Frasier. Niles is also a Frasier. It's true. You could still call it Frasier and just be Niles. Does does Frasier get to fall off a stage and yell, oh, good Lord. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't seem terribly relevant. No. To have Frasier come back, but I, why not? Everything else coming back. Listen, Frasier's not doing anything else. Or not Kelsey Frasier. Grammar. Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> He's Frasier, okay? <laughs> He's just Frasier. Like, Frasier was in that Money Plane movie, and that didn't do diddly anything. He was also he was also Hank McCoy. Yeah, once. Once. He got couple replaced. of times. Couple he was of replaced. Times. He's, he comes back as in uh, Days of Future Past. At the end. Briefly, with for one line, so he can get paid. I would. <laughs> anyway, Beavis and Butthead movie. <laughs> yeah, they announced this with like a Zoom call from Beavis and Butthead. It's pretty funny. You should watch it. Okay. Um, but I'm stoked about this because I love those those dumb boys. <laughs> Why not? Why you know, not? If Mike Judge wants to do it, then do it. Sure. They already brought him back once in the the mid 2000s, and it was. It was like they had never left. <laughs> yeah. Like no, as long as there's more material for them, my, why not? I mean, they can make fun of anything. Yep. Uh, last thing we have on here for the Paramount Plus app is uh, the Nickelodeon Star Trek. Yeah, they're doing a Star Trek kids show, I guess, called Star Trek Prodigy. And they released an image of it of like four aliens. And it does not look like Star Trek at all. It looks like Star Wars. Yeah, they all look like they all look like, you know, Grungy. They're, they're alien races, and they're all dirty alien races. And yeah, it 
you go your mind goes straight to Star Wars. Yeah, I posted it the picture in our group chat and I cut out all of the Paramount and like the Star Wars stuff. The Star Trek stuff and said, Can you oh, yeah. guess what what beloved franchise these characters are spinning off from? And yeah, it just looks it's a Star War. Yeah. I don't know what they're trying to prove with this one. I don't I'm, know. Not a single one of them even has like a Federation logo on their clothes. Or, or any logo anything. from any of the factions in Star Trek. Yeah. Why even call it Star Trek? I mean If, if it's, it's not, not a Star, Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. But to be fair, the Star Trek universe is bigger than the Federation. It just happens to be the main part. Yeah. The Federation the imp- is the interesting part. I mean, they might as well called it the Backyardigans. Like, it doesn't <laughs> look like anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I went there, but like... Hey, why not? Yeah. It make, yeah, sure. I mean, like I said, they announced a bunch of stuff on like coming out of Nickelodeon because like there's the Star Trek thing. I guess they're doing another Transformers series, but it's going to be more geared toward children. Okay. That's what Transformers is for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it is for adults. It's so for adult man children who love gritty things. Oh, they they did announce, uh, this isn't Paramount related, but the next uh, My Little Pony, like, Jen, an image for the new ponies came out. Oh, yeah. I saw Jenny Nicholson oh, yeah. on isn't Twitter it, that, was that one's CGI for too. that, right? What? Yeah, yeah it's it CGI. Yeah. And I, I mean, it looks fine. And there, of course, there's people mad about it, and it's like, well, I'm gonna watch exactly as much of that as I did yeah. the all Friendship previous versions of <laughs> of My Little Pony, which is a zero. No shade to people who do. Yeah. Josh, it's like, I don't like this. It's like I well, haven't but... touched that in years. <laughs> Thank you. I don't. This doesn't appeal to me. Well, good. Well, good. It's not supposed it's, to. It's not supposed to. Yeah, I have no interest, and that's okay. Yeah. It's not for me. I mean. But you like the one, that's fine, but that one really wasn't for you either, so why do you expect this one to be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, the big, the big, big news that got me really excited about the whole Nickelodeon Viacom stuff was the guys who created Avatar The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra. Oh, yeah. Uh, I Nickelo- to write that one down. Nickelodeon is giving them a whole production studio to themselves. That's awesome. Called just Avatar Studios. And their sole purpose is to make more Avatar-related media. That's fine. And the first thing they have on their slate is an animated movie. Sure. I, what it's I, about, don't know. It's. Just, I like that Nickelodeon finally realized uh, people really like that show. Well, I mean, I think ever since it went to Netflix, like in for for everybody, not and just, people lost their collective minds oh, over it. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the original uh, Airbender show. I've only watched I've watched through it once, and mm-hmm. it was fun, and it was good. I, I don't love know. the whole world. I love the whole mythos. I, I it's an interesting it's... concept. Oh yeah, for the show. I uh, didn't like Korra all that much, but then again, I may not have given Legend of Korra a fair shake. A fair shake. Um, but yeah, I, I'm interested in seeing more of that kind of I stuff. I mean, and they've always kind of done stuff. I mean, they've put out a bunch of comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, a novel came out not that long ago. Uh, yeah, highlighting one of the previous avatars. There was that great live action film. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they never made a live action movie. There, no, there's there's one in production nope. now. There's yeah, like actually, five yeah, in, there in production is. now. <laughs> that stupid Netflix one. It's probably gonna be bad now. Uh, they're making a Halo show too. Uh, Showtime is producing a Halo show for Paramount Plus. Oh boy, we can watch John Halo run around and shoot things. Yeah. All right, so hey, we are running short on time, oh, so we yeah. got to fly through oh, a couple crap. of th- couple of these real quick. Let's talk about. Let's get those Pokemon. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about the Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah, the Pokemon Company had a short. Um, it was technically not a Nintendo tied in, so it's not a direct, but it was yeah. like called Pokemon Presents or something like that, right? Yeah, that's what it was called. Okay. And it's um, they're doing a bunch of stuff because this is the 25th anniversary, anniversary of, of, yeah, of so, yeah. the original red, blue, and green. And I'll be out that. back digging my grave because I'm old. Uh, yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> got called old at work today. And, <laughs> and Pokemon being 25 years old doesn't, doesn't help. help. No. <laughs> I remember when it came out. Yep. But uh, but no, they put out like a twenty minute video announcing a couple of new games, and it started it started kind of shaky with that that five minute video of them. I mean, they showed every single 
peripheral and game and everything that the that has been for every generation. And it was cool for the first minute, but then it went on and on for five minutes. It really made you think that they were going to announce something, something real at the, big at the very end of it. And then uh, no, and they, then, didn't, no really. they didn't. There's like, oh, nope, this is all of them. I mean, they did announce the next game. They did. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they're uh, going to be re- releasing two new games, uh, both for the Switch. One is the uh, remake of Gen Four, Diamond and Pearl. Diamond and Pearl. Whatever Gen that is. I think it's I think it's four because five is the Unova region and that's black and white. So it would be it would be Gen Four. I and I like this one honestly. I thought it looked cute. Yeah, I thought it, it looked accurate to the original. Yeah, game. It, it harkens back to the like. It doesn't look like Sword and Shield. They look kind of like sprites. They actually look a lot like the um, Link Link's Awakening uh, remaster oh, for the yeah. Switch. The yeah. kind of chippy, squashed yeah. down style. Yeah, yeah. It's just art. not quite as artful as yeah. Legend of Zelda. Unfortunately, yeah, well, they don't look like toys. Yeah. In in Link's Awakening, it look they look like toys, which is fine. which is great for that style. Uh, but no, it looks good. It looks like it's going to be a very a pretty faithful adaptation of um, Diamond and Pearl. It's it's called like Shining Diamond and Brilliant Pearl. Pearl. Brilliant Pearl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you want to. If you're just making a remake, I don't think you want to tread that far from the source material. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, it makes me wonder though if they're going to throw in any like kind of the gimmicks from the later games, like like uh, like Giga Maxing or oh, Mega sure Evolutions. Well, the last time they did this, it was Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and they added Mega Evolutions to that. Oh, that they did, and that, that whole additional chapter too. Yeah. So I have no doubt they're going to add probably Giga Maxing or some something to that, it because that was the latest gimmick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't think it was bad. A lot of people are think it looks terrible for some reason it doesn't look terrible yeah well and i love how the text boxes look like the original text boxes <laughs> well you know the thing is with pokemon no matter what they put out there's no one who's going to hate on it more than pokemon fans it's true pokemon mm. fans are never satisfied with anything star wars fans <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a lot like that at this point i'm sure and i'm sure the venn diagram is pretty Pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty close on that. It's, it's almost just it's a solid circle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other game they announced is uh, an open world, uh, Breath of the Wild style game, or at least it looks to be that way. Like it even opened the same as the yeah. Breath of the Wild trailer yep. with like a sweeping shot toward the main character looking off the side of a mountain. Mm-hmm. But it is called Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yes. Yeah, and it takes place in the past. In the past. It's like... The look, very first. It looks Pokemon. like it looks like feudal Japan. Kinda, yeah. Except the male character has a very modern looking. Yeah, hat. he has a stupid hat, but he, he's wearing. I'm sorry, Josh. He has a very. It's a very nice hat that everyone would love to see. <laughs> it's stupid on him. It looks stupid on oh, him. Okay, it's okay. bright red. It doesn't fit with the rest of his outfit. Oh yeah, because yeah, the rest it's of his the out- color. That's the color is the problem. Yes. I know. No, it's not even that. It's just the fact that his whole outfit looks like, I don't know, he's got like, he's got straw sandals on and everything. He looks like he's like straight out of like a Kurosawa film. Yeah. And then he's got like, you know, this modern newsboy hat. It's weird. It It is kind of weird. Yeah, I can't. I wish I knew what era, like Japanese era they were trying to do because it's hard to tell. And like their costumes are too similar colored too. Yeah. I mean, it honestly, given with with the way Japanese aesthetic is, it could be anything prior to 1864. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm dead serious. That that was the modernization of Japan. Well, anyway, clothing aside, yeah. the game the gameplay looks pretty interesting. It looks like it's going to be a lot of like physically sneaking up on Pokemon and throwing balls at yeah. them to catch and them. And then the Pokemon battles don't look like your standard Pokemon battle. Like, oh, I thought they did. I thought they kind of did. I, there's more camera movement. Yeah, it, lo- it looked like you're actually moving around the Pokemon as they're fighting. It no, the like, camera is spinning around oh. them, but they're just standing in one place. And it, oh. it looks like it's not going to a different screen for the battle, which is something they should have done a long time ago, I think. Yeah. The other thing, it looks as though the battles, it's... Uh, I didn't see anywhere where it ha- you had multiple balls for like your team. It looked almost like it is going to be one to one, one on one, and you have to 
decide which partner you're going to be with for this run or this like almost like a monster hunter kind of situation where you get a a job posting yeah and you have a quest to catch x type of pokemon or x or do x y thing and you have to decide okay i should probably have like a ground type for this one so i'm going to go and grab my ground type yeah. and then we'll go out and do the thing and come back which that's interesting that's a different style of gameplay yeah. that from every other pokemon game i'm looking forward to it i although to be honest it's kind of burn on on sword and shield that game is kind of underwhelming so i'm going to have to see more of this before I make the decision whether or not I'm going to buy it. It's it's such an underwhelming concept that to just go, it's it's Breath of the Wild, but it's Pokemon. Like, like it reminded me, like, if you took Breath of the Wild and then you took the wild area from Sword and Shield and just kind of mashed it together. Yeah. Some, I saw a tweet somewhere. Somebody said, in 2024, there'll be two genres, Breath of the Wild and Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> you, sh- you shut up well listen Fortnite's gonna have every character ever in it it's true it's it's happening until, until nintendo puts out their own battle royale that's not smash that's what splatoon 3 will be uh, i'm hey. i'm i'll play it you know what there are rumors that that is going to be a mode in splatoon 3 oh, i'm that sure is... it will be it, it'd be a smart move honestly it yeah makes sense that that one of the maps is much the the reason they moved it to the desert is so they could justify having a much larger map and you can get in in, in a giant battle royale giant style. Battle royale. Yeah. That the other thing about this Pokemon game is weird is that they're still using Pokeballs. Even though which, it's the past. Yeah, and they look different. Like, they look they different. Look, they look they like have they're made manual of wood. clap uh uh clasps clasps on the front. But the concept behind the Pokeball is that it turns the Pokemon from a living creature into data stored in the ball. And that doesn't make sense in the past. <laughs> True, but also there are previous games in which you shake trees to get apricorns and that then are they... then crafted into handmade artisanal balls. This is true. So and, and didn't want didn't like the Pokemon anime like show you what the inside of a Pokeball actually looks like? No, I don't think they no, ever I don't did. think so. Because I thought they sh- there was like a picture where like, you see like a little Dragonite just kind of sitting in the ball. because yeah, they turn into data, and that's yeah. how that's how you put them on a PC. Because when they're in the ball, they're 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 computer data. That's they're, how I've understood it. That's they're yeah. Jacked, that's what, they're jacked into the Pokey Matrix. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Maybe it's a situation where they've always been data, but in the past, you know that, uh, was it the Asimov uh, or Heinlein um, quote, all magic is just science, um, but you science, don't understand science yeah. that is so far ahead of your time that or you no, no. can't understand it. So, something. It's a... Uh... Or maybe it's just straight up magic because Pokemon's weird. Or maybe they won't explain it because it's a Pokemon and game and who cares? And they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Why not roll it back even further and now it's Monster Hunter, but the Pokemon are the monsters? Make everything Gigantamax, have them all be giant, and you just run around. Maybe give your Dragonite a sword or <laughs> something. Like, like seriously, a, a Pokemon themed uh, Monster Hunter would be that rad. Would be, that would be pretty great. Like team up with your four regular human friends and fight a Charizard. <laughs> that would be pretty great. And they could all be huge. Maybe Pokemon used to be huge and they've got smaller over time. Yeah, that could be it. I would accept that. Yeah, me too. So anyway, the quote. Yes. <laughs> so in 1962, uh, Profiles of the Future, uh, Arthur C. Clarke said, Clark. Yep. Uh, said any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, we have actually hit time, so we're going to have to wrap things up. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email, staff at nerdoverload.com, or also give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, 586-372-8020. Leave us a voicemail, and we might play it on the show. That's right. You can also find all of our back episodes over on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week.
your voicemail prompt for this week is who is your favorite starter Pokemon? It's Robert. Grookey. Cyndaquil. 